Hello, it's Coach Mark in Manila here from initial-impact.com and of course eslbusinessenglishexperts.com. Um, I hope this is finding you having a great start or end to your day wherever and however you're listening to me in the world. And as a quick message for you here, if you have just discovered me, please subscribe to get all of my alerts um, so when the next podcast become available, you will be the first to hear it. Of course, you can check out my books down below and lots of courses that you can download and access and audio, um, quantum attraction, meditation, coming soon so don't miss those as well. Today um, I'd like to share some information um, regarding a digital nomad so any of you digital nomads or wannabe digital nomads out there listen up. This one is exciting um, I've known it's been coming for quite some time I've been following it closely myself because of my past uh, relationship loving uh, living and working in the Canary Islands which are part of Spain but of course they are autonomous they are um, just off the coast of Africa but a lovely part of the world in the Atlantic and uh, beautiful, uh, fresher living and healthier living perhaps for me. Um, my health has suffered a little bit, shall we say, uh, when I've come across to Asia um, for one reason or another. So um, yeah, I would love myself to get myself back uh, over perhaps to Spain at some time. And this could be the method for all of us to do this. So let's uh, let's dig into this. Um, a previous podcast um, that I've put up here talks about what happens when you're lost and perhaps you are reassessing your life. Maybe you feel that you should take your life online and set up your own company. And I'm very much here to support you if you are an entrepreneur or wannabe entrepreneur um, and fancy the idea of, yeah, packing everything up and going and living in another country to work online for a bit and set up your own consultancy, get in touch with me. Um, I help entrepreneurs worldwide, um, helping uh, several uh, in Japan at the moment, some fantastic designers, and uh, lots of creative people who really just want to live their life differently. So if I can help you, you can book a free 30-minute session with me at initial-impact.com. So this digital visa, this digital nomad visa is quite unusual. Um, Spain has always been a tricky one because, of course, lots of people would love to have a life in Spain. Um, but um, certainly if you're British, for example, you used to be able to do that. And then, of course, we had Brexit, which completely cut up that dream for all of us. Um, my myself included, um, I kind of got stranded um, in the pandemic um, here in Asia, in the Philippines, and uh, was not able, was unable to get back to Spain in time to apply for my residencia before the whole kind of cutoff period happened um, for me to say I wanted to be there. And of course, then Brexit happened. It came and went, and there went my opportunity. But at the time, I thought this was the, the worst thing that could possibly happen. And as I've mentioned before, my story is very complicated. And for another time, I thought it was the worst thing that could happen to me. But it turns out it was the best thing because I've developed my academies here. Um, helping so many amazing people all of you around the world you're doing a great job um, you know thank you to my clients who are listening and if you're new and you'd like to work with me or try some of my courses then do feel free to to grab them all the links are down below but yeah if you look at the digital uh, nomad visa for Spain it's a cool option now when we look at it what Spain is trying to do here is invite people into the country who are genuinely digital nomads okay so this is the first thing i will say here this isn't for people trying to get around something okay um and in a way, it's a way for you to spend a shorter or perhaps more extended period of time abroad working independently. Um, professionals, if you think about it, who are like I work with many IT engineers, you would be ideal for this or freelancers or 
life coaches or English coaches, right? Anything that you can do online that's digitally, then you can take your job with them wherever you go. Pretty much what you need though is a good laptop and a, a decent internet connection and that's something to think about depending on where you're going in the world like i found in the philippines the internet connection is patchy in places and that's really important for you to consider and be aware of um, do not assume because you're coming from an area in the world where you just take it as a given that there will always be good internet access because some parts of the world really don't have that. Although I have to say the Philippines has massively improved since the pandemic. They've had to. And um, yeah, I'm, I'm proud of what the Philippines has achieved so far with connectivity. But there is still a long way to go. Um, and hopefully this will uh, this will happen in the next year or two. So when we look at Spain, um, clearly it's a popular destination for many of us. Um, it provides an opportunity to live in some fantastic cities and areas. But here comes the caveat. Um, these are areas of Spain that are selected by the authorities. So you can't just go and live in any old part of Spain with this visa. That's the first thing to know. And you can check out, there's lots of details online in various portals, or the main Spanish portal, to show you which areas are accepting applications. Um, if you're struggling with all of this, do get a consultation with me because I am helping people direct them to the right um, websites and also to the right professionals to assist you. So if you're looking to have some help with this, perhaps you want a visa expert or maybe a Spanish um, abogado, which is uh, Spanish for lawyer, to assist you with this, then again, I've got connections and I'd be more than glad to give you those details. So if you're interested and need some help, drop me an email. It's hello at initial-impact.com or even better, just, just chat with me on Telegram because that's a faster way to reach me. Um, my emails tend to get backed up, so there may be a delay if you email me but telegram is more likely to get my attention first so let's look at it you are restricted to certain areas that you can work within but that's not a major problem is it if you could manage to stay in Spain for up to three years because that's what this can technically allow you to do I don't think I'd be complaining at all um, now there are some conditions that you must you must absolutely satisfy okay so firstly you've got to show that you've been working remotely for at least a year so you can't just set up now um, and just say, right, okay, I'm gonna go do this now. So you must be freelancing and have been doing that for at least a year or working for, you know, it's gotta be a company as well. This is the other thing. Um, you can't just say that you are necessarily self-employed. Technically speaking, there needs to be a company involved here. So, you know, if you've got a limited company um, or you've been working as a contractor for say, you know, an overseas company that's not Spanish, that's the other thing. It has to be a non-Spanish company. And um, then you can show you've got a contract, but you work digitally and remotely uh, for the last year, then this is a great thing for you to do. If you haven't, then clearly you could get that started now, but you're not going to be able to apply straight away. You're going to have to set that company up, do this remotely for a year somewhere else in the world, and then you can apply as long as this, uh, this visa option is still available at that point, okay? Um, now, as I say, the business has to be outside of Spain and you have to have an employment contract or basically if you're an independent freelancer, you've been regularly contracted by a company outside of Spain, um, you know, to, to do that, okay? And that you earn enough to be self-sufficient and have an address in Spain, that's important. You can't just be, you know, getting a few uh, few hundred uh, euro here, um, you've got to show. And it has been um, indicated, although this isn't, this isn't guaranteed, so I'm a no legal expert here, so please don't take this as a given. Do your own due diligence, please. Or or get in touch with me and I'll put you in touch with the right people who do have that information. It's roughly going to be about 2,000 euros a month that you have to have as a monthly income to show that you are able to subsist
system look after yourself in Spain. Also, as a little bit of an attractive uh, enticer, shall we say, digital nomads will be taxed at 15%, that's one 5%, rather than the standard base rate in Spain of 25%. So that's nice, you know, you suddenly chop off another 10% of your tax there for the first four years. Okay, um, now if we just look at the whole kind of package here, it does allow you to get yourself in there. And as I said, you, you apply for the first year and then you can renew it for a further, um, well, actually uh, a further five years. Okay, so it's for non-European Union remote workers. Okay, so if you're in the EU already, well, you don't have this problem, right? You can work any in the EU. So it's specifically for you if you're working outside of the EU, you're British, I'm Canadian, American, Australian, from Asia, or, you know, basically non-EU, right? Okay, says all it needs to do. Um, you do it for the first year, then it's renewable up to five, and close relatives such as spouses and children um, eligible um, are able to join the applicant. So that's good. You can take your family with you. Um, it's really been highly anticipated, okay? Um, places like Madrid, Valencia, Barcelona, or mainland Spain are very sought after locations by remote workers. Barcelona in particular um, is committed to transform itself into an international technological hub and to become less dependent on tourism. So this is a great step, I believe, from Spain's point of view to get away from this, oh, this, I think it seems lifelong uh, to me, certainly in my lifetime, um, reliance on just tourism. All right, there's more to Spain than that, and I think it's great now and believe that this is the way to go. And I wish other countries would follow suit. Um, you know, the Startup Act, as it's called, uh, was uh, was launched here in the Spanish Parliament, and it's for people working remotely for foreign companies that are going to be permitted to live in the country without needing a full work visa. Um, and of course, the hope is here that this will boost talent and investment in Spain, improve the country's credentials as a global business hub, and really just bring in new lifeblood and creative talent and from wide-ranging areas, right? Okay. Um, right, as far as across here in Asia, there's some amazingly talented people who are just not able at the moment to work in the EU. Now you can, all right? Um, if you've got an EU passport or you're arriving from Schengen countries, as I said earlier, then you can already work remotely um, in the country. Um, and you can do that for roughly about six months of the year without being required to register officially. Um, when you look at this, okay, Spain is planning to issue the digital nomad visas, giving Britons and other non-EU citizens the chance to really enjoy themselves um, in the sun. Um, although it's not always sunny in Spain, so, you know, bear that in mind. It's not all roses and a low cost of living with tax breaks thrown in for good measure, as we say. So, you know, that's, a, that's as I say, a nice, attractive thing. But also I'd say that it's not a low cost of living as, say, in Asia. So don't be kind of comparing, you know, potatoes to apples here. That's a good idiom, a good expression. Um, you know, you've got to look light for light. But look, if you're in other parts of the EU, then Spain may be cheaper than, say, the UK, for example, or I don't know, it might be cheaper than... In Frankfurt, for example, in Germany, I don't know, or Switzerland, right? So have a have a good look into that. And as I say, I'm no expert, so please do your own background research. Now, Spain's internet speed is among the fastest in Europe, right? So I, I, I can agree with that. I mean, when I was in the Canary Islands, they had a cable coming from mainland Spain under the Atlantic Ocean. That's pretty amazing technology to bring fiber optic connectivity. I loved it. 
Um, I took for granted that that would be the same in the Philippines and it's absolutely not. So that was a bit of a shock, particularly in the COVID lockdowns, everything just fell to bits. I mean, I lost internet connection. I was, oh, it was just a disaster. But I learned a lot of resilience from this and that's another podcast, all right? But the point is, yeah, they have fantastic um, internet speeds, even in small towns and cities, they, they have some really uh, good speeds there. Uh, rents are low. And the point of this is to bring people to the rural areas of Spain, which need to be, I suppose, repopulated okay breathe life into these lovely towns and villages um, now if you're looking to go to the canary islands at the moment as far as i'm aware there is only one canary island that will accept you um, all the others are off limits sadly um, and if you want to know which canary island that is please get in touch with me um, I will be happy to put you in the uh, right direction for all of this information and more and assist you um, to get yourself up and started with the right experts to sort this out. Um, also, um, when you look at what's going to happen here, it means that um, under the waiver, uh, say the visa waiver, okay, um, you can also then travel. Okay, so within the actual Schengen area. So this is really interesting for you to know. Um, and I, I think that's a lovely idea, but of course you do need to be shown that you are living majority in Spain. Um, it's not just so that you can then sort of travel around, you know, the entire Schengen region and enjoy yourself. Um, now, when we look at all of this, um, you need to apply um, quite quickly to get, you know, sort of in on this. Um, it's going to be very popular, right? Okay. And I, I love the fact of what it's allowing people to do, though. For the first time, for a very long time, Spain is giving a realistic option here um, that genuinely allows people to, yeah, to spend a longer period of time. Before, the other option was to go in on the lucrative, um, the, the, the kind of non-lucrative, sorry, visa option. Um, but for that, you needed huge amounts of money. You needed to show you had at least, I think it was something ridiculous, I need 30,000 euro in the bank, um, which was, you know, off limits to all of us, I would say, pretty much uh, at that point in time. Um, of course, if you want to uh, attract some quantum wealth for yourself and get into property, if you can do that, then I reckon you'll be able to generate that income quite quickly but uh, for many of us starting up particularly in the pandemic that wasn't going to be an option um, also we're finding that more recently more people have been getting rejected even if you've got that money because Spain is kind of looking at this suspiciously now and thinking okay technically speaking it's a gray area whether you can work remotely on that visa okay it really is just for those usually wanting to retire or to go and live there and make passive income um, from maybe stocks and shares or they've got a pension. Um, it's difficult to know how um, that would be reacted to. So we've seen more people, or so I've been hearing, getting rejected uh, on that one. So really, I would suggest looking at the digital nomad visa. It's a, it's a must. It's a must, really. And, uh, you know, when you look at this, now has never been a better time to try this. Um, there's lots of uncertainty worldwide. Um, so if you are fortunate enough to have been able to show you're working remotely for the last year or more, um, you have been working either as a freelancer for a, a, a regular contracted company or indeed you have your own company and you're an employee within that then you can apply okay um, you can't do any work really with uh, Spanish companies you can do a little bit just to let you know um, you can do up to 20% of your business with Spanish companies but no more than that the income can be no more than that all right. And technically speaking, I would advise against trying to do that and um, to give yourself a better chance of getting accepted. 
Um, really, we're still waiting to hear more um, about this, as is typical for Spain. Um, no offence to Spain here, um, but we know that mañana, mañana, and it takes a little bit of time, right? Okay. Um, the country's legal framework is adopting and adapting this, um, and it's just going to take a while to finesse the finer points. Um, when you think about what you need to do, there's an ease of access, apparently. Um, you can uh, apply for residency on arrival here. So um, as it stands, it's necessary to register for permit with local municipalities within 30 days of settling in Spain. Um, the digital nomad visa will be a perfect option, I think, for people working remotely, as I say, with entrepreneurs with multiple clients or freelancers. And of course, benefiting people if you're employed full time with a foreign company. I work with lots of people employed by Google, Amazon, and you can work remotely as IT engineers. This is great. All right. Um, with regards to how to proceed and what you can do here, as I say, we're just waiting for the final updates on this. But if you want to get in touch with me, I can put you in touch with the right people who will then help you every step of the way. Um, look, you know, at the moment, in your life, you might be thinking, I'm at a crossroads, I don't know what to do. But uh, many of my clients are loving the idea of Spain and this now presents a real opportunity for you to go and try and live that dream. So if you feel like you want to attract that into your quantum reality, do you want to give that a go? Um, and of course, I would highly recommend you learn Spanish um, to enable you to really integrate um, with that community because uh, many of these areas in rural um, or less populated areas, although there are some areas that are, are better than others um, check it all out all right um, again if you're looking to improve your language I've got some links down below. You don't just have to do coaching with myself. I've got some great deals available if you want to use uh, platforms such as Preply, um, where you can find Spanish tutors on Preply, and you can get a discount there um, off your session, 30%, up to 30% off your first session on Preply. So that's a great, uh, great opportunity. And of course, you know, in Spain, they do speak English as well. Um, it's not as widely used because Spanish is still the main focus. But if you want to enhance your English, but maybe you want to try and save as much money as you can and you know I've had another podcast on whether this is quality coaching or not but you know it is it is possible um, then what I would say is again you can jump down to check out Preply again for tutors there or Cambly or italki okay those platforms are amazing um, you can find some good tutors on there and um, it's not impossible it's not impossible to find a quality experience and again you've got some great deals available so I hope this has been of interest to you check it all out it's uh, it's really it's happening people quite exciting and um, who knows maybe uh, maybe we're saying hola in Spain at some point that would be lovely um, but I don't know what the future holds for me here I've got a lot I'm still building here in the Philippines really uh, we want this academy to take off for the street kids um, and get this foundation set up and uh, then of course there's the motivational tours and speaking and events here that we're launching in the Philippines the Bend Like Bamboo tour you can get your copy of my chapter my first chapter down below on wealth attraction and a whole host of other things so um, I think my my time is kind of busy tied up here still in Asia for quite a while um, but you never know maybe I can uh, catch you for a cafe con leche somewhere in Spain at some point in the near future so take care of yourself remember you're only limited by your own thoughts so don't just listen to this information and get on with your day if it resonates with you if you really think wow this could give me a chance you know start again do something different improve the quality of life and work-life balance check it out all right and if you want more information you know how to reach me the links are down below stay safe take care and see you soon
Hello, everybody, and sorry to interrupt, but I just wanted to mention a few things that can help you, all right? So I want to help as many of you as possible. You can get a free 30-minute check of your English level, your OET, IELTS, or any other things that you're trying to achieve here with me. If you're trying to uh, pass your interviews, maybe you're attempting to get a job overseas, you would like to know how you're sounding and what a native speaker really would say about your responses in an interview or an IELTS or OET test, for example. Um, check out that at eslbusinessenglishexperts.com. If you're looking more for career and immigration coaching and would like to discuss your plans, then you can hit me up over at initial-impact.com. But both of those sites, the links take you to the same end result, which is a booking page for 30 minutes free of charge to book your session, time and date you pick on Zoom. Also, if you're doing IELTS and OET and you would like help with your written or speaking tasks too, and you don't or can't have the time to book a session with me in person on a live call, which again, I can do. You can get live one-to-one -one coaching on Zoom anytime you like. But if it's hard for you, then take advantage of my IELTS and OET written and spoken task service, which means that you buy credits, 10 credits, 10 tasks, and you can submit your spoken audio files to me for critique and review, and then I will respond within 36 hours with a full review of your transcript and to tell you where you sounded good, where it fell down, and the corrections, okay? And um, for your written IELTS and OET, again, you can select all the tasks on my booking site, which the links are all, uh, all available. If you just go to eslbusinessenglishexperts.com, you can find all of these services there and follow the links. And what you'll be able to do is get a response from me within 36 hours with correction of your written task. And then you get a chance to do it again with the corrections I've suggested. And I will also expand and give some of the native phrases you might like to consider. So you're going to find out how to make yourself sound better, to hit the magical number um, that you need to get for a word count, to pass and get the higher grade, and also how to expand your sentences and create essays, because many students are struggling to know even how to, to create an academic layout of an essay. Um, you're going to fall down there too. When it comes to OET, it's slightly different, but the same process applies when we look at how you structure those referral letters and how you write the client and the patient notes, okay? So it's very specific depending on whether it's OET or IELTS. Um, I do it all, me and my team, we are here to help you, okay? So don't hesitate to reach out. And of course, please, 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 if you'd like to purchase any books, then you can get that from the bookstore links. Again, you'll find those all on the site. So good luck, everybody, and hope to help you soon.